Welcome back, dude and dudettes, to another wild episode of Send It, Mate. We're here to talk about all things hunting and outdoors, and today we've got something that'll keep your gear running smoother than a dingo's getaway. That's right, our show is brought to you by High Calibre, the gun and knife hole company that knows how to keep your firearms and blades in tip-top shape. High Calibre is like the secret sauce for hunters, anglers and outdoorsy folk everywhere. It's like the magic potion that makes your gun and knives happier than a dog with two tails. You know, guys, I've been using high-caliber oil for a while now, and let me tell you, it's the duck's nuts. My rifle practically sings a lullaby when I take it out hunting. And speaking of lullabies, ever tried sneaking up on a deer with a squeaky gun? It's a prime way to end up with no venison in the freezer. You'll be hungrier than a vegan at a bacon festival. Absolutely. But with high-caliber oil, your gun will be quieter than a ninja in moonlight. You'll be stalking your prey with the grace and stealth of a mountain lion. High Calibre doesn't just keep things quiet, it also prevents rust and corrosion, so you won't find your gear looking like it's spent a season at the bottom of a creek. That's right, and for you knife enthusiasts out there, High Calibre has got you covered too. Your trusty blade will slice through anything smoother than butter on a hot biscuit. So folks, don't let your gear become a rusty squeaky mess. Head on over to highcalibre.com.au and grab a bottle of their oil today. And if you use the code SENDITMATE at checkout, you'll get a special discount. I say again, use the code SENDITMATE for all your oil slick, stealthy hunting needs. Thanks to High Calibre, you'll be sending it in style and silence. So, gear up, oil up, and send it, mate. High Calibre, the ultimate oil for the ultimate hunter. episode of season five welcome back cinema podcast i'm caleb i'm josh and i'm gouchy <laughs> <laughs> a lot of energy I, lo- I, like it. I love your energy it's still like low dose what <laughs> mate i gave that fucking full rev limiter that's bloody off the scale for me that's as much energy and enthusiasm as i've got it's how you drive your tron <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> like let's say i drive everything like i stole it yeah, yeah. Or you didn't own it. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. The work vehicles, they got flogged. Let's be honest. Well, despite the lack of enthusiasm, it's Christmas time. No, it isn't. No, it's, it's not quite. It is, it's, it no, is Christmas it's time. It is the festive fucking season. People have put trees up and lights on their fucking trees and big S- old decorations. Sweet people doing that in October, <laughs> putting lights up. Yeah. Well, it, how quick does it transition from like Halloween and you see all the Halloween stuff in in – like the supermarkets and things, and then boom, Christmas. It's just like, bam. It's okay. Yeah, because it's all commercialized. And in a month, it'll be oh, Easter. This is why it's good I don't business. Like, this is why I don't like Christmas because it's just a commercial event. No, you don't like Christmas because you never were allowed to celebrate as a child. And now you're like, oh, my kids aren't allowed to have that pleasure. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I do it for my kids. As soon as they're born, like, you're like, Santa's not real. Kid, having kids is like the only f- reason I get around it at all. Which you don't. You just said you don't. <laughs> I do for my, for my kids, but personally, if it wasn't for them, I'd just be like, Christmas can fuck off. Well, here's one for you. The three blokes. If you didn't have misses, would you go to the effort of putting a Christmas tree up fuck in the house? No. I still haven't got a Christmas tree in the house now. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No. Nah, we don't do Christmas trees. Oh, you, do, you don't? No. Nah. Too much effort for it. 
Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not helping. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it how mum, like when I was a kid, mum's like used to try and make it a thing and I'd, be, I'd put like one thing on and be like, no, nah, screw this, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you put the star on. Done. Yeah. That's all it needs. That's all I was involved with our Christmas tree this year. The star? Yeah, the doll fucking put the whole thing up, decorated it. I was sitting on the sidelines. She's like, no, oh, do you think this looks good? Does this look good? Should I put this here? I'm like, sure, go for it. You do the throw away. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, yeah, I haven't even seen it. And then she's like, you have to come put the star on with me. I'm like, for fuck's sake. So I got up. <laughs> we're like both holding the star, putting it on the top at the same time. Like, there you go. Oh, really? She's right into it. Oh, fucking oath. Yeah. Okay. She loves it. Froths it. Jeez. Good on her. Oh, here's one. What have you got each other for Christmas this year? Why would we say that? When it's not Christmas yet. Oh, have you thought about it? And then people can listen to this. Both of you look like, uh, presents? I haven't bought any Christmas (laughs) presents yet. I bought one. Actually, no, I bought one for my kids. It's in transit. It's in transit. You bought one Christmas present. I bought it online, sorry, is what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way. I bought it online. Merry Christmas. What? I don't know. What's going on here? No, that's, no, there's no thought process in there. And you just set the, the limit at a, what, $111. <laughs> that's a good limit. Plastic bag full of cash on the podcast. What's going on? Yeah, going oh, got a, a baggie? The ball head. Katie got us off of uh, eight on lawn. No, for the tripod. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which the ball head. Thank you very much, man. Like, uh, All right. Merry Christmas. It's absolutely outstanding. Do you like it? Yeah. Well, can we back up for a second? Do you, have, do you like? We seem to have evolved with a tradition of jokes. Do you got? Do you have one? Oh, I did, but I can't remember it. You didn't say it straight away. Oh, so you've forgotten it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I've got one. It's oh, relevant. It's relevant, is it? Yes. Okay, go on. It's relevant to this week's episode. Okay. So, why is Santa's sack so big? Oh, I heard this one. That's not the answer. I'm <laughs> um, not sure Because he only comes once a year Bingo <laughs> Well done Josh You can have That's pretty obvious A clap <laughs> Oldie but a goodie At least is I he, brought is a he joke. to have sex? He's not a priest I don't know you think he doesn't have kids Well Or is his fucking Elves kids Elves I was going to call them That's some interspecies Are they Are they kids? Oh, is Mrs. Claus Elven? Oh, Elvish, Elvis, Elv something, <laughs> Elving. Oh, oh dear. No, well, when I think of Santa, I think like Saint. You know, like he's sort of taken a vow of abstinence. <gasps> I feel like he's an old so you think even like a and he went to fucking Antarctica to get away from alcohol. That's why he's like big. <laughs> he's got a, a beard. Dude. He's just like. Quitting life and then he just found a new passion with toys. Abstinence doesn't work. Alcohol and sex, just abstinence just doesn't work. Just Then you just become fixated on it. Well, yeah, he's fixated on children <clears throat> and that's why he climbs in fucking chimneys. <laughs> <laughs> At night when no one's awake. Yeah, what fucking happens? He's, he's when just, he's, he's comes down weird. that chimney. Yeah. His reputation precedes him. How many metaphorical chimneys is Santa coming down? I feel like he's got a lock picking set. It's 2022. He's just going through the front door. Yeah. Or the back door. Here's a theory. Plenty of single mums about. Here's a theory. Here's a fucking wild theory for you. He's not fucking real. <laughs> he was. What? He was. You know, he was a real person. Yeah, St. Nicholas. Mm. Yeah. He's made wooden toys. Providing that theory is true. Is that the story? I believe so. I read it 
years, many, many years ago when I first found out Santa wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, try and make some real fact about it. No, so he was a real person and he did make toys for kids. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't Rogan. It was another podcast on the YouTube shorts and it was about the theory that Christian Bible, Christianity and all that is a misconception. And it was actually there was a mushroom called the God mushroom or something. Everyone was just high. It was fucking, yeah. They <laughs> They ate it and was high as fuck. <laughs> and just talking about it, it somehow became a theory that it was a religion and took off from there. Wow. Yeah, no. Nah, out of, like, Jesus is, like, one of the most well-documented people in in history. Uh, I think you'd have to fool, or a lot of people would have to be high to be able to hoodwink that. Well, the story of across Jesus. multiple like cultures as well, like the same basic story. Mm. Like same story, change the names, slight details change, but it's the ba- basic same story. Yeah. So who's I'd, full of shit? I'd find, it, <laughs> I'd find it pretty hard to believe that, that it was everyone was just high. I wouldn't like surprise me. I wouldn't surprise me like she was like, high. <laughs> no, well, you've got to think back of when like, when was it, 10,600 BC? That was when... Um, there was a massive cataclysm. Uh, I forget what sort of flood it was called, but it was when the ice caps melted, like, extremely quickly. And they have records of just, like, losing civilizations in that time period. So populations were cut down. Mm. And what would it take after a collapse of society to have things just twisted and changed with what actually happened? And then it became... Followed, I guess. Okay, yeah. So that, like, the Bible does account for this because uh, the, the Bible does say the that, that old, God has has left His blueprint in the world for people to find. So even if it wasn't written, even if the Bible wasn't written, people would still be able to find Him. That they found Noah's Ark as well. So we know there's been a worldwide flood. But I've got some strange stuff. For you did you know? That <laughs> you up until the oh, Ark, I love the world according to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is in the Bible. The before the Noah's Ark, right, it didn't actually rain. Water seeped from the ground, and that's how how we got fresh water. There's like an evening dew after that, like a mist, and, yeah, dew rather than rain. But it wasn't till God flooded the earth that rain was a thing. It's in the Bible. So yeah, well, you know, take it for it. Take the timelines a bit. What you want? <clears throat> Doesn't how 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 old the Bible say it goes back to? Like it doesn't go back that far, does it? Considering the start of the world, mate. Yeah, if you follow years? the timeline of the Bible, it only goes back about eight thousand years. Yeah. Well, no, God described in the Bible how the world He created the world. Yeah, but the so actual from the beginning I'm just of time. About, yeah, but I'm talking about the time frame. Forget when was carbon dating and all that stuff. If you just look at the Bible's timeline, it's like go back two thousand years. Jesus, two thousand years before that. Yeah, the world's King about such eight. and such, 2,000 years before that, Abraham, 2,000 years before that, Adam and Eve, basically, yeah. is the rough timeline of the Bible. So the world's yeah. about, uh, according to the Bible, about eight, eight and a half thousand years, roughly. Yeah. According to the Bible. Well, does that mean that there's human life on the planet or was the planet existing prior to that without human life? Well, human life goes further. <clears throat> Who knows? Or don't. I don't know. I don't know. 
This is a great mystery. Like, it is. I guess the only thing that you do know is science, I guess. God gave us science. Yeah, but science disproves God. What's easy no, to no, believe no. in, Santa or Jesus? Oh, well, there you go. Or dinosaurs or aliens or I don't know. See, this is something that I find hard, right? Do you believe that you came from a fucking ape? I don't believe it. You see some here. people on the street. And- <laughs> 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 yeah, but me personally, nah. Nah. Maybe morphed out of a fucking You're from majestic fish. red deer or something. Yeah, fish. Right. I'll out take that, but <laughs> not an ape. You were Wait, morphed you from, from a, a red deer? You remind me of that article I've seen. Um, who shared that? Someone. And it was a, a guy that identified as a deer. <laughs> and he, and he, he painted himself as a deer with antlers and all that and got shot by a hunter in America. Well, that's an epic fail. Well, he identifies, so it should be legal. I think your hands are evolving back to hooves because they're not working very well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're not at all, man. <laughs> that shit's fucking whack how people do that. I've, some of it started in, the, in the, not the same principle, well, sort of the same thing. So in the army, on your dog tags, you had to get stamped your religion, or if you weren't religious, no religion. Oh, Jedi was one of the most but, popular religions. And, yeah, that that became a thing. People could get it stamped with, like, Jedi or some shit. Yeah, it gets a fair representation in the census too when people list their religion in the census. Really? Yeah, Jedi. wonder if that's my pro- people that's are my being or That's my pronoun. Is it? Jedi. All right. <laughs> Jedi. Well, like, how many people are actually – Give a shit, or how many people are just taking a piss? Out of the the people that put Jedi, how many are just taking the piss? How many actually consider themselves a Jedi? I yeah. reckon it's probably like a two percent of that consider. Yeah, the people out there that probably would hundred hmm. percent. If oh, someone can identify no, no, as a two percent, two percent, I hundred percent believe there are nerds <laughs> out there that think they are in some sort of Jedi yeah. religion. That's yeah, <laughs> that's just the weird. rest of them is piss take for sure. That's just strange. Nah, <clears throat> screw that. Oh, talking about weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did someone just fucking stab you in the ass? What the hell? No, nah, no. Nah, so I was at Deer Count on the weekend. Naturally, get there Friday. Cool. Uh, we got there before it was dark, which was absolutely refreshing. Because you guys left at like lunch. No, nah, we left at like three. And then obviously you had to go get beer. So there was a stop. <laughs> anyway. We pulled in, Steve and um, Richie were, were already there, sort of set up, so we pulled in just having a yarn with them and everything. Naturally, you know, you start your comfort fire or, you know, crowd around the stove, whatever you want to call it. And Steve started to talk and one thing that I didn't realise or I didn't know when we were talking about this, we were talking about COVID. Uh, and so oh, that's, that's a three-hour conversation. And he turned around and said the City of London isn't actually a part of England. Oh, that's why he shared it. Did he send that to you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I wonder where that came from. Yeah. City of London isn't actually a part of. No. No, it's not. The Neither City is the of Vatican. independent from the country. It's separate. Yeah. Yeah. And the Washington? No. And the city of uh, Washington State or Washington, I uh, can't remember. I can tell you in a few seconds. You're saying London City is not a part of England? Yeah, like it's its own. And they quite- so there's two L- Londons, you know, there's the capital London and then there's London City. Which how I didn't know different? either. How are they any different? How is London and London <laughs> City any different? Don't know, bro. Don't know. But I've seen a, there was like, a podcast a, about this as well, similar. It's a video. 
Like the Vatican, yeah, it's not part of Italy. It's its own thing. It's so just it's in similar Italy. to the Vatican. Three cities control the economy, military, uh, and spiritual belonging, spiritual whatever. I don't know what you want to call it. The city of London, the District of Columbia, and the Vatican, and together they control politicians, the courts, educational institutes, food supply, natural resources, foreign policies, economic, econo- economic. Economy, sorry, Jesus. media and the flow of money. So it was. Is this some Illuminati shit? Uh, wait for it. Well, I heard somewhere that the I was going to say the Queen, but the Royals have to request permission to enter the city. Yeah, because it's not part. They of have it. their own military in place as well. Um, so it's the District of Columbia, which is a separate me. country within Washington D.C. Yeah, I need to look into this. Oh, this is just you've you've. I need to look into this further. Well, can you get it up and Bluetooth the video on your phone? That the video, video that that Steve sent you. I, I guess I could. Well, we could do that. Yeah, connect because it's it. Look, man, it's quite interesting, and you dive into it and Google it, and you're like, ah, oh, how I long didn't is know that? How long is this video? Not long. All right. Well, I need to. I need to. I need to understand now because this is fucking preposterous otherwise. Yeah, talking, they just popped in my head when we're talking about weird shit. That's generally how we digress <laughs> but, but yeah. most of the time. This, I feel like it's a deep digression. Um, you, you were physically like – Okay. You stunned yourself. Oh, because, man, I did not know. It forcefully, like I knew the Vatican was. It forcefully popped <laughs> in your mind. Ready? All right. The Bluetooth channel's up. Has the UK got a finance curse? Is it a trick question? Because the UK doesn't have finance. The city of London has, and it's not part of the UK. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. It's international, is right. The city of London is outside the United Kingdom. Do you know that? It's, it's really shocking. And it, therefore, it's also not part of the EU, which explains... Uh, the. It couldn't be part of the EU because you have to have democratic elections, and the city of London doesn't, right? It's, it's the banks that have the votes, right? Right. Per staff, you know. I, the know, of, I don't even knew that. How do you, how do you start yeah. unpicking this puzzle? I don't even knew that. That's a very useful piece of information. And of course, it's not <laughs> part of it's the... It's a pretty UK. dangerous piece and of information. And it's not part of the UK because the Queen is not allowed to enter without permission. She's not the sovereign. Therefore, it's not part of the UK. It's, you know, and of course, that's since, you know, 1688. Well, I have to make a note. Since the foreign invasion. <laughs> so... That's uh, the city of London, the the bank inst- the that that building they're talking about, actually has say every major bank in the world has an office there. Every single one of them. Hmm. Didn't know that. This is kind of kind of trippy. It's kind of weird. I don't know. I just found out some random interesting information that was told to me by the beard of knowledge. I mean, that's a little soundbite of something, but that's definitely something I wanted to look into now because that's. There's Weird. a lot on it. It'd, it'd be it'd, like it's that sort of seems outlandish that it, I think it'd I could believe it quite well. Look, I'm not ruling it out by any means, but I just want to understand it better. Is that something to do with well, like Rothschilds and shit? So it, it does dive into, I guess, what you would consider a conspiracy because of the lack of transparent information on it, and yeah, it goes into you know a, a set of families. Owning it all and running well, it, everything. it'll obviously come down to people, like certain people. Yeah, I, I think it would. I think then it's called the crown. 
uh, or, or something. And I can tell you once again, it's a TV series. A few man. seconds. Uh, this is early. I read it. Can somewhere. you just read the whole thing? Like those three posts. Just read the whole thing. This is the this is the critical information. Who's posted it? Who's tweeted that? Yeah, show us where you get your information from. So then other people can start looking into. So it. this is uh, found consciousness and truth. Zeem, truth zeming. Is this on TikTok um, or that's the Instagram? Page. That's that thing you're looking at there that says preempt. Uh, at preempt what? Well, that's the page that shared it, but preempt. It's preempt oh, at preempt uh, one. Oh, you're looking at the post. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's who's saying this, who's tweeting it. What does it say? So, Well, some of it doesn't really make sense, man, but Babylon now com- encompasses the whole earth. The city-state corporation of Vatican City controls the religious and political leaders of the world. All right. Uh, the city-state corporation of the City of London, a separate country within the uh, City of London. Every major bank in the world has a branch in the City of London and also contains the Bank of England, the London Stock Exchange, uh, Lloyds of London, worldwide English Freemasons and the money cartel known as the Crown. Uh, the city-state corporation of the District of Columbia, a separate country within Washington, D.C., which controls the world's intelligence agencies and military power. Uh, so that's like the three little clickbaity things they've got up. That's what it says. Maybe on Twitter, if anyone wants to try and find it. Twitter is a fucking the wild, wild west. Oh, yeah, but you say so everything that – You've got to find some truth in something because it's coming from somewhere. We don't have to find truth in something. Well, if you've got multiple people saying there could be truth about a conspiracy that uh, is vaguely the same, well, surely there's some truth that these conspiracies are, are stemming from. So whether they have good intentions or bad intentions of world domination or whatever, we don't know, but... We do know that there are a mob of the one percenters that control yeah, the money yeah. and you know religion and, and these things. So we know, okay, that's we can start drawing our own conclusions there and go, okay, well, what what is being said? There is some truth to it. How far does it go? Yeah, fair <clears> enough. Basically, all this is saying is this is where the headquarters for those three things are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I fundamentally yeah. believe it anyway. Like that, those key families control the world's money. All right, the headquarters, basically that's saying it's in London and there's a city or a separate entity within the city of London. That's its own entity, its mm. own country. Mm. That's not too far removed from reality, I wouldn't have thought. No, it's not. Just and not common how, knowledge. how deep their reach goes and what they plan well, on If they've got controls of money, then their reach is widespread. Well, definitely, definitely is. Uh, but whether they're going to use it for good or bad, who knows? We well, don't know that. Company we can speculate. I was saying intelligence is in D.C. within Washington. Yeah. Yeah. Yet the CIA is in Virginia. Yeah, but you say – They control from there. Yeah. They have to be located there. <laughs> I mean, we know how easy – I mean, look at China. They're splicing intel from fucking TikTok and these things. Um, so all they need to do is just essentially gather – Information about everybody in the world, and 
you've you've got some leverage over a lot, and that's why TikTok do the TikTok and now. Control. Like you know how yeah. it's a TikTok now. It just seems. I still don't know what that's about. I think it's, it's to me. It makes sense to be a way of finding out what everyone's up to and where. Yeah, it's like getting a live feed from what mm. from everyone basically, and you can't view it unless you input. Yeah. So therefore, encourages people to be a part of it. Post a view. Fucking hell. It's like, here, sign up for this. But then you just post to view, but then you see all people's just random meaningless posts to view meaningless posts. Yeah. But, it's just, again, it's just providing a snapshot. It's, they're probably not interested in about the, the picture itself. It's all about the geo data behind it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. And, look, if they can access more, if that is a thing where they can access your mic on your phone. Oh, 100% of thing. Boom. They can gather it. Intel on you talking about who you're going to vote for with your mates. That's okay. We've got data on this now. It doesn't sit with our agenda, so let's push out media on our other platform or some other way to sway their. Yeah, well, that's all social media is, isn't it? It just sort of targets certain sort of communities and populations and try and feed a certain gender of information, whether it's just hunting and what you're interested in or like your Kmart or random like items. Yeah. Or it could be political. Or they stop certain feeds so you get no you've got no Yeah. Uh, no notice of it. You know? It's it's all it's all pretty crazy the world we live in. I wouldn't put it past that it. it's sort of it's all stemming into this uh clout's fucking you will own nothing and be happy bullshit. I've no oh, doubt there are it? people behind that. I saw that Melbourne were trying to sort of push for smart houses and smart sort of everything. Mm. Um, and then you go through that sort of same system for your money, access to your car with smart cars, smartphones, and everything's sort of interlocked. And then all they need to do is have an option to control it, so therefore just say another lockdown they can physically stop you from leaving the house. Mm. Or if you do leave the house, you haven't got access to your money. You can't start your car. You haven't got access to your phone. Yeah, you can't buy anything. If you're not going along the same direction that they want you to go in. Mm. It's a quite easy way to control you if you've relinquished all your rights or access to anything. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. And because they're doing this because of convenience as well. So my mum just went to the airport to go to Queensland. I took her on Tuesday. Anyway, I'm driving home. Mum, or I was was back at home at this stage. Mum calls me and she's like, oh, I've left all my cards and cash uh, at home. And I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, we'll just use your phone. Paywave. She's like, I don't have Paywave. I'm like, you're just trying to, to buy some water. Yeah, you need to set up that. Um, you need your card to set it up or details of the card. Yeah, but she can ring the bank and get the details. So I was like, oh, just go set it up. Thanks, bank. Um, she finally set it up and I'm like, okay, well, now she doesn't need her card or cash. <laughs> she can use her phone. So there's one little bit of. I could. I'll, I use my phone sometimes. So I went today to use my phone on a FBOS. Wouldn't work. I had to go back to go to my card to get my wallet to get the card to use. Is that because you got no money in your account? Use the card to pay. Is it the same card yes. and account? Yes. So why didn't it work? Exactly. 
I refuse to put that shit on my phone. If you, oh, it's but if you didn't man. have a card, you didn't carry your wallet anywhere. I'll be screwed. I would never not have plastic. I've never had my my pay wave on my phone or watch fail. I would. I refuse to put it on my phone. I think it was it's actual, on the internet. So it was a un, it was a unit itself, but I think it was a phone because I've used it before on other ones. It's fine. Oh, well, it is a Samsung. So I've just said I've used problem. it before on other F bosses. My phone's worked fine. I think it was their F boss, and she did say it plays up. So it seems on. I got a free lunch the other day at Subway because their F boss machine was fucked. And there was a couple of tradies before me that put their lunch through, and then they went and got multiple cards out. And then they like did the insert, like the chip didn't work, PayWave didn't work. Hmm. So they'd racked up 30 bucks worth of Subway. And then I went through, and then swiped my card, didn't work either. I'm like, well, it's definitely you because. I got money in my account. He's saying he's got money in his account. It's your machine. Reset it. Reset it. Didn't work. And they're like, oh, don't want to hold you up. It. Off you go. Fucking thank you. Free lunch. Yeah, it's probably like <laughs> a few dollars worth. Of but stupid them because it was like lunchtime and there was like a lineup of 10 people. So they put like five people through while the FBOSH machine wasn't it was, working. It was still not working. No one had cash. There was no ATM there? No. Nah. Huh. Oh, it was an actual subway. Yeah. Not a servo subway. Yeah, not a servo. It was an actual subway. It's like, sick. Free lunch. Where isn't an actual subway left in here? There's heaps, bro. At subway. Where? All over the place. Far out. I've only ever seen it. It seems like most, most, of, most them, of them are in Most OTRs. of them in OTRs, yeah. Yeah. And you won't put it on your phone? No. Why? Just for that reason. Because I don't know what other th- shit. you fucking got TikTok on your phone. Exactly. My so point. why wouldn't yeah. you put your fucking <laughs> your banking service you, on your phone? Yeah, that's you, why I'm not putting my banking internet, service on my phone. you got internet banking on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, we screwed anyway. Same shit. Exactly. But why Why make it easier? Why add one more thing? No, they don't bother using the actual pay wave on your phone because they've already got access. They're like, but. Why? Why? I just want less things that are easy to be hacked. I only did it because I left my wallet at home and I'm like, fuck. I've got missus to send me the details of my card so I can get shit. Mm. Yeah, that's fair enough. Well, this. Now it's convenient sometimes. This actually, you're talking about them stopping you from like, doing things. So in America, the banks, actually, there's a couple of banks that have actually stopped guys buying anything to do with shooting and rifles. They won't process on the line. On the line, they won't process on the line any um, any of the transactions. And ANZ did it here in Australia. Yeah, but reasons. Was there know, like a some criminal charges or something like that that would restrict that and they could instantly bar that from happening? I, I don't. I'm not – I can't. So I that can't requires context know, yeah. on what the purpose behind it was. It does, but it's a little bit suspicious that it's only for things to but do with But the fact violence. that they can actually specifically stop you from doing that, that mm. sort of shows that they're seeing a lot more than you think. But like oh, the, the world. what made me sceptical about the just having everything on your phone or stuff like that was how our SA Health during the COVID – said that I'll only hold the records for 14 days. And then it found out three months into it, they still had records from take Oh, off. fucking oath. And they were holding that and just keeping it quiet. Well, when you're talking about your MyGov stuff, there was a thing. I'm not on MyGov anymore because they've <coughs> made it. I'm pretty sure they've just made it in the terms and conditions that you have to accept now when you like download the app or, or jump on and log in. And that is uh, – they have the freedom to pass on your information to a third party. Yeah, 
Which that's where they get their money from, your and information. I'm, I'm like, dude, no, if you look at the terms and conditions of most things, you'll find that in there. Mm. But with your, like your medical that. records, man? No. Well, that was one thing I haven't done is having that medical records online. Or was it? Yeah, it was online, wasn't it? I don't give a shit about people reading my medical records. Like the latest hack of fucking Medicare and AHM. Probably got it all anyway. Which happened after the Optus one. Like the Russian hackers are like, oh, we're going to expose people's medical procedures. I'm like, fucking give a fuck. Like, so what? Yeah, well, it's not. Like, it's not going to impact your life if someone finds out about my reconstruction of my ankle. No, no, it won't. But it's once again, it's more information to a third party. I mean, I mean if you're liver king and you've had fucking bloody ab implants, then okay, fair enough. Yeah. But <laughs> I think his reputation's a bit scary. He's fucked, man. Anyway, Did you mate. see his apology video? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I think I found that worse than his actual lie. Look, I think anyone with half a brain that looked at him. Could come to the assumption you that you're not getting that you naturally. It's just not happening. You're not four foot seven and fucking. Didn't really follow the guy. 180 pounds of muscle. Keep going. It'd be way more than 100 pounds, pounds. Of, of 220 of muscle and just jacked and have abs. Fucking hell. When I get up in the morning and have a coffee, I've lose my abs. That's it. They're gone. <laughs> Yeah, when like, he sits down, he's still got like abs. Just yeah. Like oh, okay. Peaking. Yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah. Now they're implants. And the vi- the, the the vascularity and the the size, how he just maintains that size. Nah, you're not doing so that. He's just really some skinny dude. PEDs the implant. No, like he does the work, but he didn't get there naturally. Not in the way he said he is. So he's you're not going to get there naturally, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like well, that you're in like yeah, like less than one percent of. Of the population that can do that naturally, yeah, yeah, it's like zero zero. I, don't, zero, I know nothing zero, about this guy, percent. so I can't. I'm just gonna liver king eats the testicles and shit. Eats liver, eats testicles, raw, raw testicle, which look like, chewy he's, whenever he's he mentioned eats it. In the last podcast, I just went along with it. Like but it works uh, out like a motherfucker, but he looks the way he does because steroids. Yeah, and working out, well, but he's claimed to is that he gets it through all natural means of eating all these things. Like, mm. Liver and yeah, having said that, like PEDs and peptides and things in the states are getting a lot of popularity. They definitely are. I mean, the benefits for sort of joint health and things like that on some of the peptides and and that there's some bonuses. Definitely, yeah. But you ain't looking like Liver King without doing juice. <laughs> it's a it's confronting to look at. Like, no, it, that's called jealousy, mate. That's no, all that is is jealousy. It's, confronting. it's not fucking confronting. You're just like, damn. I wish I had that, and I don't. No, it sounds like you're saying that. No, don't. Caleb put, is mixing emotions. No, don't fucking put. Every your, man would love to look like that. I'm not denying that. It's not confronting. Saying, it's I've got confronting. Got a, I've got a to look at this guy. Who is it? Liver King. Just Liver, Liver King. King. Just Google Liver King and you'll see a dude who's just like staunch, tanned as fuck, massive beard, like abs that just fucking poke your eye out. You seeing like it? Basketball pecs. Oh, look at the cunt. And then when he sits down, his pecs don't disappear either. Mate, I wish I could look like that. <laughs> Bloody hell. Like, it'd be cool to look like that for sure. Yeah, 100%. His what? nipples are pointing down just because his chest is that big. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So they, they reckon he's either got ab implants or he's had like them sculpted basically. So like fat and shit sucked out. Look, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's had some, yeah, liposuction or, or something. He's definitely a unit. Like, he's enhanced. I'm telling you. like. But then like how many chicks enhance their own? Like, oh, good on him. Yeah. Yeah, but he's doing it to sell his products yeah. under the proviso that yeah, but like you do, do it. You look good, well, man. But don't t- don't tell us you did it through fucking eating liver and balls. That's what they do testicles. for every L- liver diet. is very every, good for you, though. But every diet thing's all not every. I wouldn't say every, but there's a lot of misconceptions going on with the diet dietary sort of schemes in the world that impact everything. Well, look at the, so, the fad now. Meat is, you know, a full meat diet is is good. Yeah, it is, it, it, well, it's it's. Well, see the fad, trends but coming. People over. are starting to think that. Yeah, they are, and the, well, the science supports it as well. But uh, you know, like if person. you're going to eat just meat, you've got to really, really eat a lot of fat too. If you're going to cut out all your carbohydrates and things. Yeah, as soon as you get rid of sugars, you need your fats. You do. So you need to cook with fat. You need to eat the fat uh, and the gristle and things like that. You need to eat the whole lot. You need to eat liver. You'll need to eat every part of the, the the body essentially to get what you need. The fat from behind the eyeball. Oh, <laughs> I, I, there's probably Couldn't do some it. good in that. I've done it and it tastes like shit. I reckon Steve Nella, when he's made that up and put that on his show, he's like, I wonder how many fucking clowns I can get to try this. Like you've had, have you tried it once? <laughs> yeah. Should yeah. you think that you ha- should have a... Well, I had an idea and about it if you oh. don't have it more than from a diff, two different animals because it could have been just that one bad animal. Yeah, that one could have been fucked. Well, yeah, look. So you really should have it more than once to build some sort of idea about actually what that product is. Yeah, you should yeah. get a white across, like yeah. fucking sample. I'm willing to try it again. Spread. I'll try it. Well, I haven't tried it. We can try it again, <laughs> but I'm telling you now, you're going to be like, this is terrible. Mind. Yeah, I don't No. Huh? No. So you'd never try something like um, – How bad is it? How bad was it? Oh, it, it was like uh, eating wax. Yeah, but and it wasn't it was like chewy. throw up. There was no doughy taste to it. It was like eating like paraffin wax. <laughs> I feel like I have to try it now because your taste buds are also fucked. So No. Mm. It was – and cooked wasn't really much better. I mean, did you put any The bit of meat that you had that came with it, like – was okay, but then you just like had this intense, waxy, fatty, just ew. I'll try it. No, it's, I also did it with a fallow, not uh, what was it, white tail that he did with it, or whatever yeah. species of, of deer Steve Renell did with it. So, and yeah, then your fat change. is highly dependent on their diet, like that's it changes a lot. Well, they're eating gleason, so I'm pretty sure you know, yeah, but is that like the candy of the animal world? Oh, yeah, it's, there's too many variables, man. Too many variables. Well, when we go to Vic, we just have to try it there and just see just well away from that area. We've got to shoot a deer first. Well, that <laughs> I feel like you can't like, take yeah, the eyeball fat without getting <laughs> this a deer. Is, this is a given. <laughs> All right. If we shoot a deer in our next trip, then eyeball fat is happening. One thing I'd like to try again is tongue. I do like tongue. I've never like tried ox tongue, tongue. Ox tongue <laughs> is delicious. But I'd like to try tongue. I'll try it. Jacob swears by It's just like... It's that first time getting past the thought of a tongue. But, I could, yeah, I could see why it would be good. <laughs> Let's cut it out and cook it up. But someone's making out with it first. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I was just <laughs> that. Oh, and it's going to be you because you'll pick it up and you'll be like, 
You know, just as a joke. Put on a screen mask and just put the tongue in the mouth of the screen mask. I did that <laughs> once. <laughs> I did that once. I had a deer skull with his tongue out and I was like. <laughs> There's a video somewhere. On, well, not a video. A photo somewhere on my phone from a long time ago. I have to post it. Did you make contact? Definitely not. Did you uh, no. tip his touch? <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, no, we'll have to do a, a random cook-up, I reckon. So eyeball fat, tongue. You you wouldn't try try the, the oysters. Testicle. Yeah. yeah I'll try you know what we should do is cook all three up, blindfold you, and then get you to try them, and then tell us which what is yeah, which, nice. what's because what. Because I feel like I've eaten more strange things than, than both of you, so you both can try it. No, but you should. And my taste should, buds no, are fucked up. Apparently, you should be so able to pick it. Then no, yeah, no. out of everyone, you should be able to pick it. Blindfolded, you can taste the meat. Look, I kind of. This is going to sound weird, we but I kind of want to try it. We can all do the same testicles. thing. Yeah, I want to try that too. I do, but we can all do it. We don't have to all be blindfolded at once, but we can one person be blindfolded at a time. <laughs> And no, see who gets it no, right. I don't trust either of you two no. to hand me any food Fuck if I'm no. blindfolded. And you shouldn't trust me no, either. I don't. But <laughs> I'm thinking that you won't you won't throw me under the bus. I'd just because it's not going to be deer testicles or deer It's the cock. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen a porno with that exact well, premise. Here's a deer snake, man. What's this? What's this taste like? Oh. oh, that's a carrot. Oh, what's this? Oh, it's ice cream. What's this? Oh, I don't know. Try again. Oh, I don't know. It's a fucking dick. I'd piss in your water cup that you got for a chaser. That's what I'd do. Because I feel like handing you oh, something. Why would you gonna, say that? And then you'd still want to do this. Yeah. Well, well, I've just said that I'm not going to do it blindfolded with you two. All right, remove the blindfold. Oh, well, you're on all the fun, don't you? <laughs> I thought you were the fun guy. <laughs> no, I'm the smart guy. Oh, no, you're God. definitely not the smart if, guy. If you guys aren't willing to do it, why the hell would I do it? Because you're the dumb guy. Because you're the spontaneous <laughs> Yeah, that's a spontaneous. Just do it, attitude guy. I'll do it. Not blindfolded. All right. right, Well, Well, we won't tell you what's what. We'll give you each one, and you have to pick what it is. Yeah, you can cut it up into little cubes. Yeah, little cubes. Even though the eyeball fat would be quite noticeable, I would would say maybe. I'll salt everything appropriately and feed it to you. You know, one other thing I want to try it over there: the coal fat. Coal fat? Yeah, the coal fat. The stomach fat that encases the stomach itself. And well, what everyone I've sees it on Steve Ranella, he encases, he wraps his heart in the coal fat and tries that. Yeah, I pulled it out once, you know, with the intention of doing something with it, but never. <laughs> that's never cooked with it. <laughs> the coal fat. Okay, thank you. Oh, there's it's another one actually. Cooked heart. I don't think I've cooked a deer heart. Yeah, I I was going to say that as well. I haven't tried deer heart. I haven't tried a lot of things. It's just done eating the meat and that's it. I don't like most fucking like livers. organs and shit. Nah. It's, it's a kidneys, quiet taste. If anyone likes kidneys, get fucked. Do they taste like piss? Well, like. They taste like piss. You've drank piss before? What do they filter? Piss. Have you drank, what do they taste have like? Have you drank piss? piss before? No. So how do you know it tastes like piss? Tastes what I imagine piss tastes like. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> you, you've smelt piss. Yeah, it tastes smell, like how yeah, it smells. Yeah, it's, yeah, a lot of taste is smell. When you eat a kidney, you like. I imagine this is what urine tastes like. <laughs> no, not, you're going to have to milk a bit of piss out of the deer and try that just to just oh. have a comparison. 
No, nah, because then you'll end up liking the taste of the piss and you're like, oh, <laughs> should any, I do that again? At any rate, kidneys are fucking piss filters, so yeah. why would you want to eat that? And then you, you're eating the shit part of the piss, not the good part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to try kidneys. But I think the kidney, there's like a – is it the kidney? Where there's like a sandy sort of gritty section in the centre of it, and that's obviously where it filters out. Your kidney stone. Well, yeah, it's kidney stones when it's hardened. Actually, and you just take you eat the outer casing, sort of meat, not the inner. Mm. Sort of like giblets. I feel like this entire episode so far needs a big asterisk saying, <laughs> "Just fucking do your own research, please," because <laughs> <laughs> we don't fucking know. <laughs> Should we have an asterisk next to the Senate mate name, just to cover all episodes? Just a just a blanket fucking. Disclaimer. No, you've got to discuss these things, man. You do. You do. Well, this is how it happens naturally. What, dead set, this is exactly what we'd be talking around at camp for. You just happen to have a record button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But I, I, no, I think I'd try, try it all once. Yeah, I would. Yeah. That's why I want to try the testicles because, you know, they might, they might taste all right, fried up, cooked, whatever. I'm going to try them well, raw. They say it tastes like bacon, but I doubt that. And, well, yeah, I think what it tastes like. Do I think it tastes like bacon after you've been out there for a month and a half with no bacon, <laughs> and you're you, thinking you about bacon. For, you've forgotten what bacon tastes oh, like, and you yeah. want it that bad. If you're craving something, and you're hungry. It probably tastes amazing. Yeah, it's like when you come back from field and the stuff you eat tastes great, but then you eat it later on, you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's the same principle as when you, there's no women around, and then there just happens to be one, and it's like yeah. the best of. Nothing, and somehow you just put that one on the pedestal and be like, "She's amazing." But then in the real world, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just all a matter. It's just all a matter of fucking. I don't know. Yeah, well, actually, you know what I'm saying. Raw brains and comparison. raw kidney before uh, raw liver. Sorry, brain. I don't think that's I could do that. Thinking. I don't think I could do brain. Yeah, it's not nice. And actually, this is something I was talking about with Josh because the prices on. Um, sausage skins have just gone up, like, ridiculously. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe we should start pulling the intestines out and cleaning them and how using long, them How long would the intestine do? Would you get in a deer? Would you use a small or large? You, you just use whatever or you can. The sausage is a small t- intestine, the large intestines well, are fucking... One's big and one's small and they're made out of the same stuff, so I'm presuming you just filter it, wash it. You make your salami in the large intestine and the sausages in the small. I think it's about length, not girth. Well, for the type of sausage, it is about girth. Yes, but the intestine, the large and small intestines don't denote girth. I think it's about length. I think they'll be about the same. I thought your small intestine was way longer. Yeah, length, not girth. Yeah. So you, you want to like, small intestine yeah, versus yeah, yeah. large intestine. I thought the small was longer. Yeah, one we're talking longer. meters here. Yeah, like, yeah that's all your intestines are meters long. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. How long? Yeah, I've, I don't know. Maybe twenty. Because I feel like that maybe you twenty. Need a fair few deer to take up the amount of just say like one purchase of Josh's sausage skin. Let's let's guess how how many meters of intestine in an adult oh, fallow. I'm trying to think now in relation to what I've experienced, as in people's guts spilling out. Yeah, like no, how, I how long? An answer, but oh, so you get to Google it and then not look? I haven't seen an answer. <laughs> There's no answer. 
How long is the fallow intestine? I was just turning it away in case there were suggestions and it showed it. Oh, I'm going to say. I'm going 20 metres. I'm saying. I'm, I'm going to say it's in the 20s. Similar yes. to human. Yeah. I'm which I'm assuming is about 20 metres. I don't know. Background information here. I'm just going to flat 20. Now I'm doubting the 20. I reckon it's going to be like. Yeah. When you put 10 metres of hoochie cord out, you're like. Oh. I'm going to say like. At 11 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to say, I was thinking not 12. I thought 20. For, oh, well, you can't go that close, man. Let's see the answer. It is a deer, so therefore it's going to be oh, 9 to 16 feet. Fuck oh, for fuck's sake. Why is everything in? But that's only like. That's f- like a third of whatever we said. It's like, for, yeah, f- five metres, six metres. Yeah, there you go. Large intestine is shorter, measuring five foot long. Yeah, your large is wider, but shorter. And your small intestine is skinnier but longer. That's a fair, roughly nine to sixteen feet. That's a fucking big variation. How long's adult human intestines? Just give me a second. Uh, investigating the length of intestines in people who donated their body to science suggests that the average total intestine length is twenty six feet. That's the average, ranging from twenty one point nine to thirty point three. So what's that fucking seven, Ten. seven eight metres? Yeah. Something yeah. like that? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was wrong. Well wrong. You ain't get my sausage then. Well, that's heaps of sausage skin. You're Ten metres of sausage. Fucking each sausage. What's that? 200 mil? However long you want to make the sausage, mate. You so want to make five, a Frankfurt? Make a Frankfurt. Say that's one sausage, 20 mil long, just for... 20 mil, 200 mil, right? Yeah. Five of them is a metre. Seven metres, seven fives, 35s. You can make 35 snags. That's a lot of snags. That's in one deer, though. Dude, yeah. we've made a 1,000 snags from one deer. Yeah, that's right. So you need- Not out of yeah, one deer, no. You need 10 deer Not to make one, one deer, deer sausages. No. It's out of one deer. No, because there was red in there and then mix of rooster. Nope, one deer. Nah. I remember when we made snags from my red- that was one deer, one deer, and that was a thousand over a thousand snags from one deer. Out so one hundred percent, you're going to have snakes. to buy artificial. I feel like a red deer's gut's going to be longer. Oh, here we go. It's just it's, it's going to be roughly. It's still got, not going to be enough. It's not going to be human size. It's still not going to be enough. But you think about it. You pull Actually, all the all the intestines out of all the animals you shoot. You're going to have enough. Yeah, but you're not going to just shoot that, one deer and animal, use though. its intestines yeah, yeah. to make snags for all the meat you use. No, one deer. I'm just saying, start keeping and using. Oh, yeah, it'll take a bit. Yeah. I wouldn't even know how to what, process it, but. I think it's too much fucking around. Yeah, but 200 bucks for fucking skins now. You're better off just selling the pelt and using that to buy and, the and sausage skins. they have no skins. Is that it's actual, still going to work that, out cheaper than buying your own snags? Synthetic skin, yeah, yeah, collagen skins, yeah. Okay, yeah. it's still cheaper than buying your own snags. That's your fucking benchmark. They really should grow oh, skin, yeah. grow the skin instead of manufacturing it. Grow the skin, not human skin. But grow <laughs> intestine skin. It puts the lotion on. Let's circumcise everyone and make sausage casings from that. You could probably stretch that quite far. <laughs> There's going to be some girth issues. Uh, that should stretch. Would you take it off as a ring or do you like cut it off as like a 
a strap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Either way, there's not going to be enough of it to make a decent amount of snags no. from one deer. I think you're locked into artificial casings, man. Like, I think there's a reason why we moved off animal intestines as Convenience. our soul. And just number of yeah quantity and convenience quantity that's the word I was looking for but if we've got no skins yeah and we want to make snacks if you've got nothing you have to resort well, back to the old way I yeah. would just make hamburgers <laughs> and that's not something that I know how to do so just, it'd be a good skill to learn so what? what's those little sausages that don't have skins called ciabatta cheese just make them they are delicious actually yeah well yeah. you just well, make there you those. go done yeah. I was thinking that before just Why get your mince make, make a log fucking there you go <laughs> <laughs> Skinless log. I do like chibachi cheese. They're a favourite. They're bound together with a shit ton more stuff, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I do wonder if it would work with. You'd have more fat in it, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, I your know. fat I mate ratio. I'm not aware of the science behind it, but skinless sausages. There you go. Just fuck, fuck the casings off completely, mate. Just make hamburgers. Just one giant patty of deer. Patties, hamburgers. That sausage mix. In patties is delicious. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is good. Yeah, it is. We made a bolognese out of that. There we go. Yeah, it's good. Fuck off the cost of casings completely. Just, yeah, just don't have sausages. Yeah. Just have mints. I am a, I, I am a mince guy, actually. At the end of the mince. day, all, this, all the casing <coughs> does is it's all hold for it presentation. Together, it, yeah. It's just for presentation and serving and cooking. Well, snags is is an easy thing, especially when you're just cooking up after, like, you know, day at the range. Yeah, but so is meatballs. Yeah. So is a patty. Yeah, patty's good. Not having sausages again? <laughs> <laughs> Stick it to the man, Josh. Mm. Skinless sausages. Yeah. <laughs> tell Haynes you've got to go make sausages tomorrow night, actually. No, nah, tell him you're not. Go skinless, man. Go no, green. Making snags for this uh, event next Thursday. For anyone that's out there in South Australia or even in Australia, if you want to take the drive, next Thursday... At six thirty, Mitchum Reserve. I didn't realise that barbecue. All right, so Mitchum. this episode comes out on Monday, yeah, so it'd just be like this Thursday, the fifteenth of yeah. December. You if you're late on the podcast, <coughs> apologise to yourself because you missed it. Hey, if anyone listens late, yeah, that's true. The they're barbecue like, missed the fifteenth. They're listening on a yeah. Thursday night. Yeah. They're like, fuck. Yeah. If it's past the fifteenth of December, you missed the boat. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. Going to get a. Couple of beers in the esky for people to have. You going to drink alcohol? No, I oh, will probably be on the alcohol free. Whose still. idea was it to have it south of the city, Josh? Yeah, fuck. Mitchum Reserve's not that far. Nah, not that far at all. It's far enough, and it's a nice little, nice little spot. There's a playground for the kids if you want to bring kids. No one's bringing kids at night, you know. Well, there'll be kids there. There'll be kids. There. It starts there at when? Six thirty. It's the holidays, some, mate. It's Christmas. There'll be some people and then they'll have to leave and take the kids home when it gets dark. Yeah, the reason the kids wouldn't be there is because you have to leave early. Fuck that. Exactly. There'll be kids there. But will is. there be women there? If you want to bring, if you want to bring your missus, bring your missus. I'm asking. And then you rock it's up, you're open like, to whoever. She's the only missus there, you're like, fuck. <laughs> How are we vetting this? How are we stopping homeless people rocking up for a snack? You don't. Who cares? It's all inclusive. Yeah, just Come along, have a fucking snag, mate. 
skinless or otherwise. Just be involved in your community. Yeah. I'm just asking. I'm just, a- I'm just asking questions that people out there are asking, John. This is a skinless event. How will I be safe? It's not that hard. Will it's there be security? Rock up with whoever you want, fucking have some snags, have a feed, have a drink, carry on, go home, get in the Christmas cheer. Just don't make a scene. Make a oh, scene. Oh, there's going to be a scene. Yeah. Someone's going to make a scene. There's always one. Are you security on the night? Might bring the uh, football, actually. A bit of a kick. That's surprising. Yeah. I don't have a football, so Cal, can you bring your football? <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucking put a, a hole in, I put a hole in my footy the other day, actually. Oh, really? It's like 20 years old. Fucking. Can you kick it to our one, please? No. Refused to. Before next Thursday. Just go to Bunnings and get one. Do they still sell them? Bunnings. They had Bunnings footy. Bunnings. Of all the places you could have listed yeah, to buy a football. Bunnings, Bunnings easy. You don't have to walk into a store. Bunnings. Apart from Bunnings. Fucking go to Kmart. You have to go into like a shopping centre. Jeez. Bunnings. Bunnings is the last place I would have listed to buy a football. Bunnings got everything, man. <laughs> In fact, find me, a, prices. find me a football at Bunnings. I don't think they sell them all the time. I I it's like promotions. Yeah, I'm going to say. I'm in Bunnings a lot. I've never seen a football. You're not looking for one. Also true. Well, speaking of buying things, how's a fucking sub- Subway? I was going to say Subway. Su- subway how's that for a Subway? subway good, man. In fact, it's a Segway. You bought something this week and it arrived. You pulled it out and showed it to us. Yes. So, keeping to the Christmas spirit, I decided to buy myself some Christmas presents. Hey. Those are the best. Because no one else buys me anything. They're the best so, Christmas presents. What was your limit? Endless. There's no limit. <laughs> um, that's a good thing about buying for yourself. You, you don't mind just spending extra. You get exactly <laughs> what you want. So, oh, he's whipping it out. I bought, because we needed a spotting scope forever. And the, only, <laughs> the only spotting scape I think we ever had sort of experience with with Ryan's Chinese knockoff. Yeah, which claimed to be 60 power, but if that did 10, I'd be surprised. But you couldn't see after 5 power. It was terrible. But, yeah. Anyway, moving off, Ryan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I bought the Vortex Diamondback 16 to 48 by 65. So I haven't actually got this out to set, test it yet. but You I'm haven't gonna, spied on your neighbours yet? I've looked at like the houses across the street, but I feel like to use it properly, you need to sort of get things a few hundred meters away. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so that seems all pretty good. I like the fact that the bracket itself on the spotting scope, you're under a locking sort of nut or whatever you call it, and it's pivots inside the bracket, so you can have a. I've got an angled spotting scope, and I was tossing up between whether that or the straight, and then just. Didn't realise that this bracket actually swivelled. So you can have it at eye level. You don't have to look down on it. You can look into it, like you would your binos or whatever. So I figure this is the best of both worlds. Yeah, and I guess the straight, you sort of have to have it head level all the time. Mm. Where an angled spotting scope, you can sort of have it lower and sort of lean down into it, probably in a more comfortable position. Yeah, or if you're, you know, at the range shooting prone, then you don't sort of have to get up. And move your eye across, you can just have it rotated and then look across. Yeah. It seems just sort of more universal and just work better, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to have the option there. It does look all right. The one thing I did look at that I was looking at reviews and what the sort of people found better or worse was focus. Mm. So this is a large focus ring. So I'm pretty sure it's so large just try and give you that fine movement. So there's other spotting scopes that have 
the sort of tubey thing on the top, which that's your focus ring. You got one dial that does a quick change, and the other one's a small change. Oh yeah, and that was reviewed to be a better to find that focal point. Better system, just one thing to go. Yeah, get, it, yeah, get you in the ballpark. And the other thing, just to fine tune it. Yeah, so that was that was one thing that I was sort of looking for, but. I don't know, for the price range I decided to go with with a spotting scope, this was 729 from Scoped Out. Yeah, how much do they, with the dual focals, how much are they pricing that? Uh, it varies depending on the item, but yeah, sort of budget entry ones, had them, to, uh, up to your high-end ones as well. Oh, it's right. sort of used across different models for mm-hmm. different brands, but Vortex don't use them, or yeah. at least the ones that I looked at didn't have them. Yeah. So I'm assuming this has the normal Vortex warranty. Yeah. Like yeah. Lifetime. Sort of, yeah. Whatever there, warranty, no questions. There was a bit of an underlying factor of why you bought it, wasn't there? Apart from well, the meeting one. Because we're planning on going to Vic. Mm. So after Christmas, I thought it was about time to bite the bullet. So I give us something good to sort of glass with. And I don't know. I want to see one thing I'm interested in. So that's a 48 power. I'm going to get a phone mount for the iCup and attach my phone to the spotting scope and just see how well we can actually get photos of things that are at a distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm curious to see how well my phone will zoom in on the already magnified sort of view. Yeah, see if it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's I'll let you know how that goes. You can obviously buy different iCups magnification. You can get, yeah, different. I forget what it's called. I forget a lot of names actually. It happens. That's the uh, lens yeah. in the eyepiece, yeah. So that's interchangeable. And then Vortex make their own sort of reticle or MOA or mil dot sort of spotting scope for PRS shooters and stuff like that where you can sort of call your shooter onto target with that sort of tree style. Mm-hmm. Um, and So that doesn't come standard with a reticle? No. No? No. Standard's just clear. Yeah. So reticle... They actually, on the video I watched, it was a Vortex video, and one of them asked why they don't do them standard. And it was more of a need sort of thing. So you've got a pretty small market for people that actually require a tree or a reticle on their spotting scope because it's not it's not a scope to mount on a rifle. So you, the average person won't need it. Yeah, because they're just using it to spot deer and see what, what sort of trophy they're looking at. Yeah, exactly. So... Not calling um, shots. They decided not to have that in a just a base model item that they sell and come, have it come standard. Having a basic crosshair with like a mill rating would be good. That though. does surprise Just like me not that. a tree so it doesn't blot out the whole picture. Surprising because say you're spotting, right, other blokes on a rifle, you're spotting and you can straight away give them a reference from, I don't know, there's a deer two mil from this tree. Yeah, the I, other thing I, is you can you can get uh, your distance actually if you've got a known object uh, with your reticle and you have got like a yeah. mill dot reticle you can you can actually do distance. I, I, I can see definitely see the the pros to having a a reticle of some sort on there, but I guess for the average person that's going to buy it, they won't require it. Yeah, in a way, yeah, it'd be handy to have, but they won't need it. Yeah, so. And the eyepieces are, well, I paid seven hundred twenty nine for that 
spotting scope. There's eyepieces on there that are over a grand. It's not a cheap add-on to get Jesus. out. Jesus. You'd, the, you'd um, be talking about a Christmas tree, though, surely. I'll have a Google, but I uh, when I looked, I can't remember the specific type, but I knew when I looked, I closed pretty quickly. Did it come with all that protective fucking shit that was all over it before? It looks Talking like the sleeve. A neoprene bra. It comes with a neoprene, yeah, that's probably the best way to describe it. It co- come with that standard, that, ah. which I'm surprised. I didn't know that was coming with it. But it's quite handy to have, I guess. Sort of. Will you keep it on you. there? I don't know. It limits the um, the swivelness of the, the swivelness. swivelness. <laughs> I'm gonna call it the swivelness. The movement of the swivel. Uh, you can only do just a 45 degree turn with it. Mm-hmm. The range of swivel. Uh, so <laughs> swivel, I'm using that now. The does swivelness. It, <laughs> does it impede the focal ring? Oh, not really. Because really? you can. You've got decent sized hands. You can get around it. It's open from top and bottom, so you can use. You're not going to crank on it, really. I feel like it would stop you from, like, grasping, yeah, grasping the whole thing it. In, yeah, you know, correct. in one motion, you'd have to do it bite by bite. Yeah, in the focal ring. But I guess there's some cons to something that's going to protect your item, even though it does have the plastic, no rubber coating, to protect that. Mm. More weight. Fuck it off. Well, one of the things was was that there was more weight in the rubber coating. Of, Spotting scopes compared to you just straight aluminium, whatever. But yeah, that's going to protect it. Yeah. So if you've got um, the rubber coating, also too, on. if you're in a cold environment, he, he found a downfall of having it no coating on it because it doesn't insulate it, mm. and therefore when you're holding it, it's like freezing. So the rubber coating sort of helps insulate the internals, also just the to touch. Mm. Yeah, so they like found a lot more comfortable condensation and shit on it if it was just bare metal. Yeah, well, yeah. I'd, I'd save you, you know, a couple hundred grams and carry that neoprene and piss it off. What? I don't know. Why not? <clears throat> That's fuck all weight. It all adds up, bro. Yeah, well, compared to this, it's like it's weighs a decent amount. But if you don't, couldn't need, tell you what it weighs. If you don't need to carry this, what would you carry it? The the cover might come in handy. If you fucking break your knee, you can have a knee brace that fit your leg. <laughs> I can't wait to feel how it actually looks like a knee brace. It's got like a little bit cut out, just a knee it does, sleeve. Yeah, it does. I'll give you that. Oh well, that. nice one, man. I'm keen to see. It's a big through it. Yeah, okay. and with with this, I also I've been looking at tripods as well. Hmm. So sort of sussing out and checking out different brands. But just the high-end sort of, you know, your well-known tripods yeah. are a crazy price for what it is. It's definitely justified. Like, if it's not justified, they wouldn't be selling them. But uh, I just ended up going to Amazon. So, because Josh already has the tripod itself for an Enoral ST, ATC, something like that. I can't remember. Which seems pretty solid. That's a carbon fiber tripod. It's good. With your sort of lock ring on your legs rather than a tab is best I could describe it. Yeah. So if, I don't know if, if tabs sort of – I don't like the idea of them really to sort of work easily. Well, it's not sort of functional and ergonomic sort of. Yeah. Almost. The lock ring adds a lot more weight as well having a tab yeah. than a locking ring. So I ended up buying that. That's still coming in the post. There's only one thing I don't like about that, and that's you can't get it. You couldn't get it low enough with the ball head on it to shoot prone, I don't think. I don't think you can. With your pivot. 
pivot ball thing. Yeah. Yeah, but you're going to fuck that off now. No, no. With the the new ball head. With this? Yeah. You can't get the that. tripod doesn't can't get the tripod low the, enough. The legs don't sort of flatten right out. Well, they, they do. You can, but they don't lock. No, out. no, it, it doesn't lock. So they'll exactly they flatten just out. Just sort there. of like, but they flatten out. Go upwards almost. No, they wouldn't. You just lay it down. Well, flat. they do because I was testing and it today. Touch, <clears throat> not this, but the bottom of the the bottom of the actual body in the center. Whatever you call it. On the ground, you could yeah. use it as a post. Yeah, I guess, yeah. but the legs aren't going to take any of the weight. No. No. But you can use it flat. Well, I'm sh- yeah, yeah. Okay, technically you could. No, you can. You yeah. just just get just let it go. Technically you could, but <laughs> it's making the legs obsolete. Yeah. Anyway, just using a stump sort of just as a resting post thing. Then if you can lay down, you use it, bipod. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like I will still carry in my rifle. Yeah. Well, if you got Arca, you have to. You have to change it, no. but have it in your pack. No. Because oh, no, my you, you Arca rail is short enough to put behind my Picatinny rail. As in to have my Arca rail on my rifle with a Picatinny at the front for my bipod. But don't, haven't you bought the tapered Arca rail? Yeah. Oh, you could, oh, I guess you could just because the, the bracket on the ball head widens up enough, doesn't it? So you can sit in there and just sort of like yeah. you know, do it up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's another few things I bought that sort of is my Christmas presents to myself. Just you two having a fucking Shinway. conversation between the two of you about the minutiae of this fucking thing. <laughs> well, it's it's fucking good to know. It's good to talk about. And people are like, what's good to know? Yeah, I think people are like, what the fuck are you cunts talking about? No, no it's pretty obvious. But yeah, no, I, don't, I don't think it is. It is. But the one you're talking about is And an arc of rail. And a bipod, which is not a uh, fucking tripod, which is not even here. So no one knows what they're looking at. No. But uh, you guys will see it soon enough. Yeah. We'll Chuck some footage. We'll get some. Yeah. We've got one. So I can just go home and see. Yeah, but you haven't <laughs> used it for how long? We have one. Nah. This is the overarching fucking important thing. We have one now. We can use this. Include it in our kit. See, I have to change the damn 308 so I can go to an Arca system because the Seiko, you can't put a. If you really wanted to, you could just get it, get yeah. it done. Get it threaded and you could, but because it's so the the stock sort of narrows in a lot, it'd just be like a fat flat piece sitting on a, a curve. No, you I check, just don't think it would. There's some Arca rails well. that have attachments on the outsides as well that have it, so it's fixed. Oh, so like a little angle, like bit. post post or running either side. Yeah, stuff that. More weight. What do you want? If you're listening to this and you know exactly what's going on, reach out because (laughs) you are fucking Stephen Hawking. Some people fucking live this shit, mate. I'm the room with you and I'm lost. Anyway, it's probably about that time. Yes, it is that time. So our topic for tonight is Santa's sack. Again, Christmas theme. We hinted at it with my joke. Yes, we did. Hence the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, it's uh, been a long season. Josh. Anyway, Josh, you come once a year. Please tell us. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're all going to have to excuse my reading capabilities here. But Do you just want to pass the baton? So, Do you want me to just read it for you? No. Nah, so, 
I thought, okay, Santa's sack, we're all we're on the Christmas Christmas train. What's the strangest Christmas traditions out there? So <laughs> the first one is Krampus in I'm pretty sure I haven't pronounced that right, but in Austria. I'll read you the blurb. As if the threat of missing out on a present wasn't bad enough, Austrian kids who end up on Santa's naughty list also have to worry about Krampus, a horned hairy beast that snatches misbehaving children, serving as St. Nicholas's creepy (coughs) enforcer. Many towns in Austria and the neighbouring countries celebrate... Oh, fucking contacts are going... What's, Krampus, work? oh, wait, What's working? That would be a shorter list. I mean, you're trying to get me to pronounce German. German, yeah. It, it, Austrian words, which is Krump, uh, Krampus. Krampus Yeah, Krampus On the 5th of December, when dozens of men dress up as half-goat demons parading through the streets. Krampus I'm going to assume means Krampus Night. And terrorising children. So that's the that's the first one. There's a movie called Krampus. There is. Google the movie Krampus and fucking see the fucking. I haven't seen it. I've never watched it, but the photo or the the beast. Uh, yeah, the beast. It looks fucking freaky. Yeah, Krampus. Pretty freaky. demonic. Yeah, pretty much. So kind of weird. Kind of weird. Anyway, the next one is the Yule lads Iceland. So Iceland kids don't just get. One Santa Claus, they get 13 mischievous trolls roaming the country in the fortnight before Christmas. Like Snow White, Snow White's seven dwarfs, each of the 13 mule lads has his own personality, including door sniffer, spoon licker, sausage swiper, candle stealer, and curd gobbler. <laughs> curd gobbler. <laughs> Uh, and the ominously named Widow Peeper each takes turns in visiting the children who leave shoes on their bedroom window, dropping off presents for all the good kids and rotting potatoes for the bad ones. Fuck no. <laughs> that sounds very rapey. It's pretty brutal. Oh, that's that's fucked be a, child. a sausage swiper. <laughs> a curd gobbler. The curd gobbler. <laughs> Turd gobbler. Oi, bro. If you swipe the sausages enough, you'd be gobbling a fucking curd. I tell you how much. <laughs> There's some some weird, weird this shit. what I mean about Christmas. It's just fucking choose your own adventure. It's all <laughs> bullshit. Anyway, the next one's the Mari Lloyd. Uh, Lord, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but Welsh cult- culture in Sorry, Mate. Welsh culture is <laughs> Welsh, Welsh. Welsh words Welsh. are notoriously the worst, man, so good luck. Yeah. yeah. You've just tried pronouncing a word which is spelled L-W-Y-D. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> I don't know, man. But Welch culture is ancient and steeped in superstition. <laughs> it's not surprising. Therefore, the residents of South Wales enjoy parading an undead horse around their village to celebrate the happiest time of year. In a <laughs> wassailing display dating back to probably Celtic times, the custom involves draping a white sheet over a pole with a horse skull attached and knocking on town folk's door, no doubt giving them the fright of their lives. The party carrying the morbid effigy then sings to the residents who are supposed to sing back uh, before relinquishing some food or drink. 
There is some debate around whether Mary Lloyd translate as Holy Mary or Grey Mare, but either way seems equally creepy. There's more. Yay. (laughs) These guys aren't really getting into this, so I don't know what to do. I hate Christmas and you're reading me Christmas lists, so wrong crowd. Is it traditions of Christmas? Yeah. 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 I just thought weird traditions. Write your own. What would what would be your ideal Christmas tradition? How would you ideally want to celebrate Christmas? If you could pick exactly how if you didn't have to like farm yourself out to all the family organized stuff that you had to do, and you just got to celebrate Christmas the way you wanted to do it, how would you do it? You go hunting, wouldn't you? Yeah, probably. Or fishing, one of the two. Sounds good to me. But. Well, Christmas is about family, so it is. I'll it is spend it with family and then go hunting. What about taking your family out hunting? No, why not? Nah. Don't ruin nah. it. Why Sacri- not? Sacrosanct. It's like, what? Sacrilegious? Some? No, sacrosanct and sacrilegious are very different. I wouldn't take my whole family out hunting because there's seven of us, like my direct family. There you go. Seven chances to get a deer, and it's just bedlam. It'd be good, cam- like, yeah, camping a lot. It's, it's good camping. I can't believe how against you guys are of what? for taking your family or people out hunting. It's no, kind of weird. Out hunting. We watch you do it every time you take your old man. <laughs> 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 Imagine timesing that by 10. Man, I love spending time I, with, yeah. with my father out bush. It's gold. Yeah, like, I would, like, I'd rather take, so I've got four brothers. I want I'd rather to- take one brother at a time out hunting. Not all of them. So therefore, you got seven Christmases then planned out. Lead hunting the, trip. Lead the way, Josh. You take your mum and your sisters hunting. Yeah, and then we'll do the same. Yeah, do it. <laughs> no, I'm talking about <laughs> no, 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 no. They're your family. That's yep. your immediate family. That no. is your family. That's your immediate family. Yeah, I'd take them out if they wanted to go out. Yeah. I reckon Shannon would be right. Uh, you're, oh, you're, oh, I don't think any of them would thrive. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, uh, they, uh, they wouldn't thrive. I feel some goalposts are being moved. Yeah, they are. No, I'll take them out. Rapidly. I'll take them out. <laughs> when are you taking them out? Well, if they want to go, I'll take During them out. During your Christmas. ideal Christmas? Or just that, would, that would be my – well, I don't really mind if I don't see my family on Christmas. If I took someone out hunting for the first time, but, I wouldn't take them over summer. Oh, fuck Yeah, no, that'd no. suck. But I wouldn't take him in the middle of winter either. It'd be sort of spring or autumn. We did that once. We took someone out hunting for the first time in the middle of summer under the guise of being a cameraman. Oh, he nearly killed him. He nearly died. (laughs) We didn't have to touch him. He just, the sun was just too much. Was that after Christmas or before? I can't remember. I don't know, but it was warm. It was an indoor kid. Would have been like 40 fucking degrees in their show. Not even. It wasn't 34 degrees. It wasn't even that bad. Like we weren't even walking it was up nice, hills. It was a nice sunny day in a flat area, and we were just target shooting. Correct. Oh, it was hot. Mm. It was hot. It wasn't like collapsible. It wasn't hot. carrying a TV camera either. It was just like a little no, handheld point and shoot jobby camcorder. He had some nice camera. Oh yeah, he knew how to do shit. He did. Just not the ability to carry it. Yeah. <laughs> or, or plan to drink water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or bring a water bottle. He, he was that bad that he had to leave early because he was crashing hard. Anyway, I call bullshit. You're not going to take your mum and sisters out. If they want to go, take them out. Bull- if they want to spend Christmas with me, they can. Bullshit. They can. And if you did happen to do it, you would last about an hour before you fucking threw the fucking tantrum of the year. Why? Because I ate your pizza? 
Out of frustration. Nah. Why would you throw a tantrum? They're not. They don't know how to hunt, so you're going to have to have a bit of patience with them. Don't. I don't see you doing that. Nah. Hundred percent, I would. No. Nah. I taught a child actually this weekend to shoot, and he did well. And that took patience, but you know when he hit the target, it was like a win for both of us. You're very polite with strangers. Yeah, a family's. Different. I feel like your your tolerance with your family is. Much. Just when you're trying to Less. tell them to <laughs> not grip the rifle so hard and then they just keep <laughs> gripping and talking and they keep missing the target and you're trying to tell them what to do and how to help them, but they're not listening. They continue doing things you say not to and yeah. they're not. Treat this and rifle. And you're just like, fuck, just treat, give it here. Treat this rifle as loaded at all times and they point it at you. Or And then they drop the rifle and it's your rifle. It's a ticker. Oh, yes, they'll drop it. It'll be dropped. Because the first shot, that's what I was worried about with um, Mrs. With Claybirds. The first shot, if she reacts and drops it. Did you see so many videos of that? Mm. So if they got your ticker and they shoot just offhand because you want to make it fun. Well, they're not going to shoot the ticker offhand, but, yeah. It's too heavy for them, man. Well, way too heavy. That's why That's why you see yeah, those people when they shoot in that their rifle shotgun. Is fucking heavy. They, like, shoot it and then they just immediately, like, just drop their strength and let the barrel sort of, like, head towards the ground. It's because they're... They're not used to holding a something that as long as a broomstick up with a different pivot point. Broomstick? Yeah. You make it sound like your rifle is like eight foot long. That's an example. <laughs> In relation to DVDs. It's human size. It's all relative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good point. Josh identifies as eight foot. I do. It's 2022, so that's my pronouns. Thank you. He's five foot two. Anyway, the last one is radish carving in Mexico. Each year in the Mexican city of Oxana, Ox, fuck, man. Just in Mexico. Yeah. They carve radishes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There's <laughs> <laughs> your abbreviated version. What's <laughs> that last one? I feel like I should do all that again, actually. No, nah, you shouldn't. I should. <laughs> Definitely not, because we don't have time. All right, well, I guess I'm next. Moving on. So Moving on quickly. Yeah, we might as well crack through it. My, my breakdown is just quite and simple. It is just some popular gifts to buy for hunters. Or I want to just get your opinion if you would think that you would like the item if someone bought it for you. I thought it might stem for someone that's listening that has a boyfriend that's hunting or girlfriend that's hunting and you're not a hunter. Just something that sort of might be useful for them. Let's just roll with significant other. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the first one, I'm going to sort of go through this pretty quickly. Uh, first one's uh, from Backcountry Duo Headlamp. This thing's got two fucking light sources for some reason. Headlamp, useful? Very useful. Yeah. Grab that out of Santa's sack. Next one. Josh would like this. The Kui Ridgepoint Fleece Henley. It actually looks pretty stylish, but a, f- a good fleece is worth it for sure. Have you looked Kui into like the Kui fleeces? Mm. Touched on them. Yeah, we'll yeah. get one one day. Very expensive. Well, I can click on the link. I think about I mean, anything Kui bucks. is pretty expensive. Oh, they're not like they're not crazy expensive though. I think they're about a hundred uh, and something bucks. So uh, this is something I've been, always been interested in, sort of trialing. It's a 
blood trailing light. So a blue light. I feel like, especially in Victoria, the high country, when you can only see 30 metres, trailing something that the blood trail will get to a point where it sort of slows down and you sort of have to find spots. That's smart. So. All right, Dexter, move on. Well, Dexter doesn't have to find his <laughs> victims. They're there in the room with plastic. Good set of electronic earmuffs because we both know that just blanking out sound in the bush is probably not the best idea. Yay? No? No. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've ever worn hearing pro hunting. While stalking or while. A lot of people do, but I, I struggle to – because I think you want to hear footsteps. You want to hear everything. That's why. Up I, until the point of taking the shot. Yeah. And then if yeah. you have to put hearing pro on, you're just wasting time. And then you forget about no hearing pro. So I know it's terrible for my hearing, mm. but for taking one isolated shot. Me personally, I don't like earmuffs. I feel like they ride on the stock of your rifle and then they'll either lift, which defeats purpose, or just is annoying. Yeah. So that's why I rate earbuds electronic earbuds that are noise cancelling or you could ANC it so you can hear your ambient noise, but it just regulates your decibels. Yeah, yeah so it just caps it so anything yeah. over a certain amount of decibels doesn't go in your ear hole. And it just, yeah, it doesn't hit anything and it feels like you're wearing nothing at all. I'd be happy with that. I haven't tried any, but I want to. I just want to hear everything else. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One thing I think is handy these days, especially with – well, everyone that's got a lot of technology out for hunting is just a power bank, a waterproof power bank. I think so because everyone's wanting to charge their phone. Oh, phone, cameras. All that shit out hunting. Your GPS. You can just put your power bank in a waterproof, like a glad bag. There you go, it's waterproof. Well, yeah, but the waterproof these days wouldn't cost much different than a normal. I've never looked into a waterproof one. No. Like my power bank is – I reckon it cost me 15 bucks from Kmart and it, I can charge my phone four times. Which is enough. And I keep it in a plastic bag in my pack. Yeah, I feel like that's all you need to do. But yeah. if, if it doesn't cost as much well, or much yeah, more. I suppose you don't want to be charging in the rain regardless if it's waterproof or not because the connection won't be. A thermarest, so really it's probably could go with any sort of item like this, but it's sort of just a, a wimp mat, as Josh would call it, a seat or something to sit down when you just want to glass a hill or something like that. In winter, it'll be wet. So it's is it, quite handy to have. Is it big enough to get your torso on if you need to lay it on it? Or is it? Um, I think it's just like a, you know, 500 by whatever. Mm. So it's not a it's a, not a shooting mat. It's just more of a light, Something small rest carry around it's, seat. It's in the name, Thermo Rest. Yeah. You don't want to sit on the fucking cold ground. No. Get a Thermo Rest. Mm. Just get good pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. Get a padded seat in your pants. Oh, yeah. I guess they do that with, like, knee pads in well, – what we saw in military pants. Mm. They had inserts for knee pads. But I guess it's still going to – your fabric's going to get wet and it's going to seep through. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing is wet. But they do sell the insulated out of pants and things. Yeah. So, yeah. True. One thing I like, uh, Cabela's – Cabela's Camo Power Bank with LED Lantern. We all all like dual-purpose stuff, so I feel like that'll come in handy. I mean, I have an LED light, which you can also charge your phone from. So purpose. its primary purpose is a light. Okay, fair enough. 
Again, came up ten bucks. It's lasted me <laughs> yeah. like five years. <laughs> um, I find this interesting. I want to try it. The hard side hydration swig rig. So this is pretty much a camelback style insert that'll go into your Nalgene water bottles, and you can have your water bottle in, in your side of your pack, but use it like a camelback. That's smart. So that seems I I rate it and I want to try it. That's very smart. Because I prefer hard bottles over bladders. Because a, bladder, yeah. a bladder can pop. So I always take a hard bottle with me, yeah. no matter what. So, yeah, I'd give that a crack if you're interested in that. That's actually I it, probably my favourite one. So I clicked right. in it before and it was like 30 bucks for that, which is not not crazy. That doesn't come with a bottle. It's just the hose and the insert. That's a very smart, very, very smart Christmas idea. One thing I need to get, so if anyone's listening that knows me and wants to buy me something, is a sling hook for your straps to your pack when you're trekking through whatever. You can just sling your rifle and it stays there. Bloody oath. So I remember the last time we went and I was just sort of cursing the fact that my sling just kept riding off my shoulder and it was probably the most annoying thing about that trip, apart from my pants. I've, disintegrating. Thought, about, I've thought about getting one because it fucking shits me to tears. <clears throat> but I haven't trekked with my new pack yet. Which has a rifle holder. Oh, like on the side of the pack? Mm. Okay. So you're not going to carry your rifle? Well, it depends on the scenario. Mm. If we're just going from A to B, hooking, I'll put it on the pack. If we're like semi-stalking, then I'll still have it on my shoulder. And inevitably it'll be slipping off my shoulder. But Yeah. See, my rifle holder on my pack was right at the rear. Oh, so, on the back of it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like that idea because if you do need to get your rifle, you've pretty much stuffed. Yeah, because you have to. There's too much movement to Leave try on the side. Yeah, on the side, no. On the side would work because, well, our mate Richard, he's got one, but he adjusted the strap up the top to be a quick release. Oh, it's a gun bearer. No, that's a, that's an actual sling. It's just modulized to the pack. Yeah, but there's packs that have a similar sort, like style, but it's not so convenient. I thought you meant strapping it onto your like compression, like a pouch that's on the side of your compression pack, uh, like your pack with compression straps. So just finding a spot to strap it in. Yeah, because yeah, he's got a gun bearer. That, yeah, yeah that's, but that's what that's the strapping into the side is probably not like a gun holder. It's just can, making a use for that area. Oh, well, I think they do. There are packs that you can. Like they have like a little sort of pouch that your butt your rifle sits into, and then you use just the compression straps to oh, okay, yeah. to tie it on. Yeah, <clears throat> mine is theoretically quick release. I haven't used it in the field yet, but you literally just reach behind you, unclip it, and then pull it out and sl- slide it forward. That's all right. It's it's designed to be quick release. You got the hunter's element, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. The um, summit pack, eighty five liter, and I've watched videos of people just reaching back. Unclipping it and slinging it out. I nearly quickly. bought nearly bought that when I was looking at packs, but I'm yet to try that. Yeah, I'd, I haven't seen it. I'd, yeah, I don't actually know. And that just oh, neg- well, you'll see it in a few weeks. That negates the need of a sling because it's if it's that accessible on a pack, you wouldn't need a sling. Yeah, that's really not. There'll be times when you need to get your rifle way quicker. Oh, that you just carry it. But honestly, I feel if you're in that scenario, I tend to just go to actually holding it rather than having it yeah, slung anyway. Exactly. So, so you wouldn't have it slung in that situation. Yeah. But I'm keen to try it. I haven't mm. actually trekked around with it yet. 
So there are a few other things here that are sort of American related, like your your turkey sort of decoys. Josh, you'd probably be able to go with this: an Arctic wool heavy boot sock or something that's thermal property. You rate that? Nah, if you're going to get socks, I'd go st- stalking socks if you're a bow hunter or something like that, or your partner's a bow hunter or whatever. What's a stalking sock? Is that oh. like a cotton thin? It's like a just a sock with, a, I guess, a, a reinforced sort of sole. Uh, a padded so, sock. Yeah, essentially. So if you're walking over dried ground, you've got a little more control over your foot manipulation on on sort of noisy ground. A lot of it, it was Remy Warren actually used them uh, for a long, long time. I don't know if he still does them. I don't or, understand but, how a sock's going to help that. Well, you've got a hard sole boot that you don't have much control over. You don't have a hard sole. Your boots that you wear. Yeah, but not all of them are hard sole. It's about feel, though. Yeah, it doesn't. So if doesn't you've got matter, a sock with a reinforced sole, you can feel what you're putting your foot down on to know whether it's going to make a noise if you put more pressure down or whatever. Yeah. That's that's where you can – just gaining more control over your footsteps versus a boot where you can't feel what's going on underneath your foot. Yeah, yeah. Not fair enough. Another one that's probably we all say it's handy to have is a set of binos. So this one here is what we we all have, I'm pretty sure, the Vortex Dombach HD 10 by 42 <laughs> There are so many videos we're going to clip out of this of Josh teams running a phone. <laughs> I missed it every time. <clears throat> Do it again. I feel like I just want to redo today. But, yeah, any, um, have you guys got anything that sort of you would see that it's quite handy to have that you suggest if someone's looking for a present for someone else, they should they should buy it. I think that's a good list to sort of give some ideas. Yeah, it is. But know your person. Don't just buy them a random piece of shit. Yeah. Just ask – honestly, ask them what they want. Do you know, one thing I love about my missus is quite often we'll be looking at something or something will pop up and she'll go, oh, yeah, I could go for one of those. Bang. Memory bank, buy it. Or just she'll stay, say offhand, oh, I need one of these. And then it'll come to present time, Christmas, birthday. I'm like, fuck, there's, there's my idea. She doesn't do it on purpose. She just, I just make a She's note. vocal about her thoughts. Yeah. yeah. So tell the people around you what you want and they might actually buy it for you. <laughs> Josh, nothing? I'm trying to think, man. I do like that, the whole vocal thing, and I do think you should just ask them what do you want and get it for them. But this is the other thing. We're grown-ass adults. Generally, when we need something, we go buy it ourselves. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing about buying something from the missus is that she'll just buy whatever she wants anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> why can I see her doing that? <laughs> she buys stuff she doesn't need. So she's got everything she wants. Yeah, and yeah, yeah you're right. Being an adult, you can do that. I don't know. Yeah. That pretty much concludes my Santa's sack. Right. So for my topic breakdown, I thought, well, this is a pretty narrow topic. So I came up with three different avenues, which I might go down. So let's let's pick between the three of us, since how I'm last, let's pick which avenue we're going to go down. All right. Go for it. So my first breakdown was going to be your – most desirable hunting slash fishing item that you want for Christmas or what do you want out of Santa's sack. The second option I had to delve into 
was reindeer hunting. Oof. Discuss. Because reindeer at Christmas time are Santa's helpers and one of them has a big shiny red nose and people don't like to think about hunting reindeer but they're caribou and people hunt reindeer in Iceland, Greenland, Finland, Alaska, basically places in the northern hemisphere. What's the third? Third is talking about the fact that Josh didn't know Santa wasn't real until he was about 13 years of age (laughs) (laughs) because (laughs) his family kept up the charade. The charade. And he he was was fucking fucking adamant. He was was double digits. Double no, digits. It wasn't. We were in double digits, bro. No. Look, good, like good on you, Josh. Good on you. You lived that sort of fantasy out. So, what do you reckon? Top item for Christmas that you want hunting and fishing? We can put it out there. I can. Well, that's exactly what Katie just did. Well, basically. Kind so, of. So, I figured we had such a narrow topic that it might be, there yeah. might be some sword crossing. So, that's why I had three options to go into. So, I've tabled them. Which which direction do we wish, wish to go? I kind of like the reindeer one, but I feel like there's not a whole lot to get into with it. Well, because actually, female reindeer also have antlers. I learned something about this this week. Really? Fucking hell! I can't. Yeah, yeah. Female reindeer have antlers. Like oh, as a caribou, standard. Sorry, as a standard. Hell. Yeah, um, that'd be a mad fucking pack. Yeah. Just cruising through. So we're saying dasher, dancer, prancer, vixen could be female. Yeah. Well, would Vixen – Vixen would be a female. Yeah. For sure. I couldn't remember the – someone – like, we were going through them this week. I couldn't remember all the names no. of the reindeer. No. How I many, used to be able to do it. How many fucking reindeer did Santa have? 12? It's an odd number. Think about it. Is it? Yeah, you got Rudolph at the end, um, front, leading. It's 13, I think. Rudolph with your nose so bright. You, oh, you wouldn't have 13. How many – how many – I've got to Google it now. How many reindeer does Santa have? I feel like it's 13. I feel like it is 13, but I 13 like seems like a 12. number they wouldn't use. Right, closest to, closest to pin. How many reindeer? Someone's screaming at there. Someone. A lot of people are. There's a lot of fucking Christmas freaks out there that are like, there's fucking this many, you dickheads. Walking down the street with the AirPods on, listening to the podcast, and they're screaming out fucking no. 13. Dumb cunts. They probably have kids. Oh, God. That's probably what I know. There's Eight. 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 There's an even number. And Rudolph? Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, and the final two, Dunder and Blixem. Where's fucking Rudolph? There's no Rudolph. So exactly. There's nine. there's nine. Odd number. Suck a dick. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> what about if one of them comes down with an illness? COVID. Who's going to step in? That's when Mrs. Claus comes in. Well, funny you say that because – I had a bit of a joke with my daughter about reindeer the other day and um, she was basic. I was I basically made the joke that Santa just fucking shoots him when one of them's been a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Which she thought was funny. She, he actually doesn't need nine reindeer. <laughs> He's like, I can, only get, I can get away with three. So who's, who's last up? And then I was making a joke about... The uh, venison snags, the last of the venison snags. I'm like, this is reindeer. This one, that's it. actually that's how the fucking thing about to Santa. Scar them from yeah. eating your deer meat. Didn't didn't sway her. She knew I was taking the piss. 
It's too smart for you. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to try. I do want to try reindeer meat or caribou because it's still called venison, and I want to know how much different it tastes. Hmm. It'd be yeah, interesting. Add that onto the list. I mean, who who do we have on that said the caribou is the number one? I think it was <coughs> Ashley from. I don't. Can the public still Richie's hunt reindeer, it. or is it just like in native sort of dwellers that are in the area that have been surviving off reindeer for so many years, and it's cultural? The, no, like the, in, the Inuit in Alaska, for example. No, I think you can. I think resident is what you, you're thinking about, and I think for residents, the they may be able to take you know more or something like Maybe that. Maybe it depends on the area, but a non-resident. You know, may only be able to shoot one with a resident. I don't know the uh, the prices of caribou hunting, not cheap. Yeah, well, well, there's only two herds of caribou. Yeah, that's the one thing that fucking I think Carl Brown said. Australians only tell you what it's not. So what is it? N- not cheap, but how much? What ballpark are we looking at? It's. Uh there was two figures I saw. One was about six grand. The other was fifteen. Yeah, that makes sense. So I assume one was meat, one was trophy. Yeah, six grand's achievable, eh? That's expensive, but for reindeer. Yeah, but then you got to get over there to start with. So you got your airfares, accommodation to get over there. Yeah, six grand for your hunt, or fifteen. You'd want to tie it in with a different trip. You go into a, a country where the exchange rates probably fucked. In not in our favour. Yeah, it's never in our favour. Yeah, it's going to be expensive. It, yeah, it'd be expensive. I'm trying to think who we had on who said their dream hunt was a caribou. I think it was Ashley from I think New so. Zealand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Richie's shot one at Eaton. He reckons in. I think he said they were nice. Where did Where did he do that? I have no idea. I can't remember. But yeah, don't know. He's got he's got a caribou. Yeah. There you go. Well, that didn't go far. <laughs> I've got did, nothing else. I didn't think it would go far. Have you seen that YouTube video of the guy? He's out in the woods hunting, and he sees this reindeer standing there. And he's just, it's just standing there feeding. It's like forty meters away. He's like, "Fuck yeah!" Lines up, shoots it, and to his surprise, the other one next to it stays there, shoots it, and he goes through and shoots all this deer. And he's like, "What the fuck?" And then he has a look at the last deer he shot. It was Rudolph. He just ruins, ruined Christmas. Uh, <laughs> he just shot a Santa's deer. Uh, it was pretty funny. It was like an ad, funny ad that was not on air anymore. Oh, uh, dear. Now, yeah, the Woke Brigade would not like that ad. No. Not at all. No, it's crushing dreams. It's bad enough we shoot Bambi, let alone Santa's reindeer. It's not real. Yeah, it's 100%. It was videoed, man. No, he actually shot. Now Santa was in the background complaining. Yeah, Rudolph's real. Oh, so it's fucking. <laughs> you, you think no. Santa's fake? No. This whole time, since 13 to no, 33, that's not 34. what I was fucking asking. I was asking, was he actually shooting deer? Like real live deer? Oh, CGI'd, man. Reindeer. Right. Okay. Sure. We could have shot him in a pen and they were just used to people. Or they were tied <laughs> up. I don't know. It's just a sick joke this guy was playing on. Yeah. Someone's like pet deer out the back. Well, it sounded like it, the way you're talking. No, it was, like, a, it was an ad. It was a TV ad that was oh, pulled off the air. That, now there's a bit of context. So I get it. I said that. I didn't hear it. 
That should just be your rebuttal to every argument. I that was when it. he started talking about woke people. <laughs> he goes, that would not last long. Oh, no, that's right, Josh. I'll get it now. I think we've just established we have podcast fatigue. Something fatigue. <laughs> well, when did you stop believing in Santa? Oh, I can't remember. Oh. Your parents didn't lie to you, say, so Caleb, say. So. I, I reckon I did the Santa thing till I was about seven. Seven. And then your parents just couldn't be fucked anymore. They're like, Caleb, uh, Santa's not real. Yeah, I knew it wasn't real. There's a reason you're not getting your presents you want. Santa like, isn't real. So I just didn't give it forethought, man. I was like, oh, it's Christmas, cool. Fucking people exchange presents and there's a stocking that has presents in it. It's like, okay, cool. My parents more harped on about the whole biblical side of things. So it was just like, okay, Santa's a fucking – it didn't even like occur to me at that age to be like, what's the logistics of Santa being real? The one positive I see as a parent having kids that believe in Santa – you should be able to give us a, your idea of it. But, yeah, sort of your gifts or your food that you leave out for Santa at night. Do you get your kids, your daughters, to leave it out? Yes. So you can eat it? Well, I'm obligated to because – Do you like it? Or do you do you sort of curb their – Milk and cookies, milk. fucking course I like them. Yeah, but you could just curb it to something else that you like as well. Yeah, Santa likes bourbon and <laughs> – <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. Who are they to know? Cocaine. <laughs> Santa's had a long night and needs something to get him through. At, at what age do you – because obviously when you found out Santa wasn't real, Christmas then had less of a meaning. No, or, or really. Like, you just didn't celebrate I still it in the knew same I was, way. It was just the source of the presents. Yeah, that The was, source of the presents yeah. was always my parents. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. So – Nothing really changed in the fact that I knew I was still going to get presents. Yeah, but it became receiving, not about a story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Did it take away from the joy? The, the, no, I was, I was still heaps excited. The mystical part of Eve. it. Because no. I'm pretty sure we all woke up watching our parents wrap Christmas presents at like <laughs> midnight the night before on Christmas Eve and you're like, oh. But they oh Santa's, Santa's, Santa's present is in the same wrapping. How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, like – yeah, I feel like as a parent, you continue it as long as you can until your kid's old enough to cotton on. Like it's a good thing. It's a good sort of tradition for kids to enjoy. It is. Like my my kids are just gone seven. The tooth fairy they're still on board with. The fucking and I've fucked up the tooth fairy a few times when they've lost teeth and forgotten to put a fucking coin under. I'm like, oh shit. Or you didn't put it under your pillow properly, and then the next night it happened. <laughs> or because, like, sometimes they lose teeth at their mum's house, sometimes they lose teeth at my house, and I don't know her system. She's they're getting notes over there. <clears throat> oh, always two dollars or one dollar. Like, always go fuck this go fuck the fucking note. Stop thing. being a cheap ass and put a fucking twenty under no, the, the traditions pillow. of gold. I coin. don't know why parents or are putting notes under their kids because kids pillow. are spoiled these days. Holy. And inflation. Because 50 cents isn't 50 cents anymore, mate. It's always a gold coin. Did you get 50 cents for your teeth? One or two dollar, whatever I happen to have. Yeah, one or two bucks, 50 cents, whatever. Anyway, I've forgotten to take the tooth away sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I've completely fucked it up, but still maintain the lie. (laughs) What what was your excuse? How did she believe that you knew everything about the tooth fairy? I'm good at thinking on my feet when I have to lie. The tooth fairy left a note in in my bedroom. That said that she was feeling generous and you can go around too with it. Left a note. 
Just giving him an example of explaining to his oh, child yeah. how the tooth is left but there. Anyway, the point of the story is they're still on board. They're still on board with Santa. They still put out the fucking cookies and the milk, and then I I'll eat a few of them. Do you leave some? Or the, what, the carrot or something out for the reindeer, and I'll have a nibble on that as well. put out some skim milk for you. Fucking hell. Oh, Let's not fucking uh, digress got, into bloody fat shaming. <laughs> I've got one for you. Right. You can't fat shame So you're talking about the, the tooth fairy. So one Easter. Now this Easter stood out. It's an Easter bunny, bro. Yeah. Like beyond any other Easter. I'm still Easter. on board with that as well. <laughs> because so one day we were doing our, our Easter egg hunt, you know, that mum and dad put out in our backyard or whatever. I was like, okay, cool. And I had it in my mind afterwards that there were still more eggs, like, out there. So I just went out and <laughs> went to have a look at it around again. Anyway, I ended up, like, getting on top of the fence, looking over into my <laughs> neighbour's backyard, and just behind their chicken coop, there was a whole bunch, like, I mean, a whole bunch of Easter eggs, like, big, Tall bil- bilbies and bunnies and eggs, and it was a good kind, not like the cheap-ass ones from the reject shop. Not the ones so you were getting. I was like, yeah, jackpot. <laughs> Hopped over the fence. Took Stole all eggs. <laughs> jumped back over. <laughs> I didn't realise until I was an adult thinking back on it. Fuck, I just ruined someone's Easter. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. You really did. Did your parents see the, your yeah. stash of eggs and they're like, where the fuck do these come from? Oh, man, I shared them out with my sisters and then no, I, ate, I ate them pretty quick. Yeah. No, you no your sisters yeah. stole them no, off no. you while Push you were screaming. I shared them out with, with my sisters. You wouldn't share and, um, I found the Easter eggs. <laughs> your bad luck. Nah, nah, shared them out. And, uh, the sugar-free you of now is just fat-shaming yourself and yeah. your mind, isn't it? Nah, nah, I shared them out. They didn't, yeah. Because they were the good, the good. And how, how are you going to say to your sisters, oh, I've got like, you know, Cadbury, not. No, you don't. <laughs> they don't, they don't them. see them. They of course they're going to see them, man. No way. Yeah. Hide them away in your room yeah. and eat them at your own will without showing them. Bro, I shared a bedroom with my sister for I don't know how long. Did you? A lot. Yes. I don't remember that. Yes. For fucking I don't know how long, man. Did you share a bedroom with Josh? I mean, when I stayed over, yes. You're the sister. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I've had sleepovers at yours since about the age of seven. And I can't remember you sharing a room with your sister. Yeah. Must have been before that. Nah, shared a room. They shipped her out each time you were coming over. I think when she hit sort of. Oh, so it might have been around seven. When she hit sort of like ten. I think. When Josh started acting weird. Breast age. Yeah. <laughs> Ten. Yeah. Ten works, I think. <laughs> I think at that stage my other si- my older sister had moved out. So when your sister and so started, she you- ended up moving in with my other sister. Oh, that'd be a whole logistical mm-hmm. nightmare, like me having four brothers, we shared rooms. But if we had sisters, it just seemed like it would complicate things. Yeah, exactly. So when a bra was needed, Josh was moved out. <laughs> well, I think it was quite common back then it just shared Rooms with your siblings. Yeah. I, I mean, if you've got a fucking three-bedroom house and there's four of you, well, someone's sleeping somewhere. You're sleeping at the back. <laughs> in the kennel. <laughs> they, did buy, they did buy a caravan, actually, at one stage, and the girls moved down to the caravan. That was a fun time. Then I moved down to the caravan and it was shit. <laughs> it was terrible. Because they trashed it? Or? No, because there was no power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, it's all fun. It's all character building. Yeah. But 
Yeah. So coming back to the the question, what? So you carry it on till they know that it's until they work it out, man. But I don't feel like they're cracking double digits before they know. I think you find out at primary because there's always one kid that finds it early. Yeah. And then it makes you question it. And then the more people that believe it, you're like, well, okay, maybe this isn't real. You don't really talk about Santa at school. What? Like, yeah, you made. Oh, you didn't go to school. Arts and craft, Santa Claus fucking hat or whatever. But that's about as far. And the teachers would be like, yeah, Santa's coming. You're like, oh, cool. And you went to a Catholic school. Yeah. And you didn't talk about Christmas. Not really. We talked, we spoke about the biblical side of it. Yeah. A lot more as well. Like heaps more. But. Well, I don't know. So it never occurred to sort of question it when I was a kid. I never sort of sat there and went, oh, yeah. I feel like make believes more acceptable these days. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's why people are the way they are because no one told them Santa's not real. Talk about Santa and pronouns <laughs> in the same breath. No one told them a lot of things. That's the problem. Do you get jolly? <laughs> <laughs> what is when? that for a Christmas? Christmas? Around Easter. After a few beers, yeah. No, I'm, I, don't, I don't really get into the Christmas thing. Not, like the, not even on the day. It's good when kids enjoy themselves. Like the random kids I invite over to the house, they seem to have got good time. It changed. It changes. <laughs> like so, the period of like being yeah, a well, teenager, nieces and nephews and stuff, they, through to adulthood until you have kids, you just like fuck Christmas. And then when you have kids, you sort of like reignite it a little bit. Reignite a little bit because you can see the joy that it brings for them. Yeah, but without kids, I'd just be like, fuck, I'm going away. I would rather just fucking disappear at Christmas time. I see my family all the time anyway. If you don't see your family and you only see them at Christmas, fair enough. Well, that's well, yeah, that's why I, I travel home. Then it's like a, a fucking a reason everyone gets together. I see the point of that. Yeah, but apparently you only give a gift to your missus on birthdays and Christmas. So do you need a? You obviously need a reason to fucking do something nice. I don't fucking televise every time that <laughs> I give a gift to my missus or tell you about it either. You just said it on the podcast. Present ideas were birthday and Christmas, man. You said it before. Oh, that's your general time just for presents. Uh, you got to you just give them any time, then. You've read between the lines, and you're now trying to tell me that I don't buy presents off the cuff just for no reason, just because she said she wanted something. Well, if you did, you would have stated that gift I, giving again, in general. I, I I'm not an. I don't need to advertise my relationship. Okay. I, I would imagine. <laughs> I would bet you. I would bet you dollars that I've bought flowers for her more recently than you. Really. Because you did it today. <laughs> I'm just saying I would bet you dollars that I've bought flowers for my missus more recently than you. I do care packages now. Oh, jeez. Actually. I don't yeah, want little, to know what's Little it. care packages. Some snacks. And so I don't. A candle or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Was that last She's time you a bought a day? care package when you got my missus to buy the care package for you? No, no, those candles with the man in my bedroom. <laughs> Fuck. She's <laughs> Google. What do girls like? And then just buy. Wow. Don't say my phone is <laughs> my phone is literally responding to that sentence. <laughs> Fuck off, Google. All right. Well, I think this is a great time to wrap it up. I think so. Yeah. I just want to thank everyone for getting through especially this episode <laughs> and our previous episodes of waffling and Digressions. If you wanted to check us out, we have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Just search Send It Mate podcast and you'll find us pretty quickly. Just look for the uh, logo. You will indeed. We do have to say a big thank you 
for listening and supporting us. And our listener base has grown considerably this season. Yes. So if you want to support us any further, just jump on the platform that you're listening to the podcast to. Give us a review if you can or a five stars if you think it's worthy. Jump on YouTube for a follow or all of our socials. It does. It all helps. So just <coughs> and a share. Give us a share. And a share. Well, we recently discovered that we are what? What is the stat? It was the top ten percent? Top ten percent of most shared podcasts. So that's awesome. So, so obviously it's happening. So worldwide, world, worldwide. And if you share us, tag us in it so we know. And it's just a feel good moment. Yeah. So yeah, thanks heaps, guys. We couldn't do it without you. Someone's got to listen to this shit. So. <laughs> And also supporting our supporters, High Caliber Cleaning Supplies. They're Australian-owned product that benefits all shooters. Correct. So check them out. And a cheeky sneak peek also. We'll be having an expert series special coming out in the next few weeks featuring Ross from High Caliber. So That's keep a, a sneaky ear out for that as well. It's a good episode. There's my answer to your question before. A gift to buy for a shooter. Some oils from High Calibre. There you go. It's well a good done, pick. Josh. Cross yeah. promotion. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Why didn't we all think of that? <laughs> no, it is a good, perfect gift. Yeah. Also check out Firearm Owners United. Just support the guys that support us. So these guys fight for our rights and laws that the government try and push on us, try and sort of claw some back for us. So check them out. They're a good good bunch that's Australia-wide. Exactly. And, yeah. Definitely. Josh, we're relying on you. You're the hype guy. Fucking the hype guy. Yeah, fucking finish, finish it off. Finish us off. Because Jesus. Finish us off for the year. Right. Another big thank you to fucking everyone that's listened, but also the guests that we've had on this fucking year. You've helped us grow exponentially. And a huge thank you from us. And also we'd like to say have a merry fucking Christmas from the three Grinches sitting at this table who can't get some wind up them <laughs> to, to fucking get in the spirit. We should have dressed up. Get out there, get hunting, chase fucking what you love. Don't be shy to talk about it, and we will see you next season for Send It Mate Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Caleb. And I'm Catchy. Catch you later. And stay safe. Catch you guys. Because we want you to listen again next season. Tell your friends. Don't drink and drop. Don't shoot each other accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) Catch ya. G'day, dudes and dudettes. Josh here. Do you find it hard to keep your long, hard barrels free from gun STDs? Maybe you need a clean out of your bore. If this is you, jump on over to highcaliber.com.au and use the promo code SENDITMATE to receive a 10% discount on all your gun cleaning needs. And remember, it's sexy to support Australian-made products. Everyone here at SENDITMATE uses high calibre, and we can promise you that it'll keep your firearms free from those pesky gun STDs. Thank you.